Joseph Barone of A Fool for Learning. And our foolish thought for today is when a client does not pay, part two. As mentioned in my last podcast, I had a client whom I'm calling Mr. Z, who did not pay me for over three months. Now, the amount was not huge, but I had spent my time under some tight deadlines without any negative feedback, and I felt it was important that I collect what was owed to me. For me, what it boiled down to was that it was the principle of the matter. I had done the work. He used what had been created, what I had created for him. He refused to pay, and I wanted my money. After four months, my ultimatum was, you must pay within two weeks, or I would do the following. First, contact the local chambers of commerce, which he was a member of, and let them know about this unethical behavior. Second, contact the Better Business Bureau. Third, I would even contact an attorney who specialized in debt collection. It was my hope that this would spur him to pay or to come to some sort of settlement. A few days before the deadline, I not only sent him a reminder, but notified him that I had spoken with an attorney who specialized in debt collection and who was willing to take this matter on. Within 48 hours, I received an email from Mr. Z stating that he was sending the check to me via the U.S. Postal Service and even sent me a Postal Service tracking number. Of course, this time, he CC'd his attorney. I checked. The tracking number was legit, but there was nothing attached to the tracking number. The Postal Service had a number, but there was no letter, no envelope, nothing attached to it. Of course, when I contacted him about this, his reply was that if the check was not received by the end of the week, I could pick it up at his DC office. My response, send the check to my house or have it deposited in my bank account by the end of the week. Of course, there was no response from him. So I began to do what I had promised to do. First, I contacted the two chambers of commerce of which he was a member, letting them know of the situation. As of this writing, it seems that he's not a member of either chamber of commerce anymore. I don't know if that was due to me or that he simply decided not to renew his membership. Second, I contacted the Better Business Bureau. Although he is not a member of the Better Business Bureau, they did contact him and gave him 10 days to respond to the matter. Of course, he did not respond, therefore they downgraded his rating, but he probably doesn't care. Third, I began to post negative reviews on a variety of sites such as Yelp, Google My Business, etc. Although he could not take down Yelp and some of the others, he did take down his Google My Business site to hide my comments. Finally, my attorney, after obtaining all of the documentation from me, attempted to reach him 
and or his administrative assistant by phone over the course of a couple of days. Voicemails were always full. His email reply stated he was out of town for a few weeks. And so the attorney sent him an email stating he had 30 days in which to pay or we would go to court. So we now have a court date. I will keep you posted. To learn more about A Fool for Learning and how I can assist you and your organization with an appropriate learning solution to meet your business needs, please visit my website at afoolforlearning.com. This is Joseph Barone, the CEO of A Fool for Learning, signing out. Remember, learn, perform, succeed.